Oh, what's a big deal? It's just like the last time the Leafs were in Long Island. A team blows a 3-1 lead, and then the Islanders win in overtime. Yes, but this time it was the Leafs blowing the lead, which means they had the lead, and they didn't ruin anyone's night where they got a thousand points. I think you might have been built to be a Leafs fan. I'm not made of Legos, Steven. Let's go! Good. We all feel Stop! good. Stop! Never gets rusty! What am I doing? Into my kitchen! Producer Drew, can you fix all this? <laughs> and when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs, you can crumple, crumple, yeet! Saw that going differently. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. No! Leafs lose 4-3 in overtime to the New York Islanders on Long Island. I've decided to give up. I'm not gonna... It was fun. It's on Long Island. You win back-to-back -back games in overtime on Long Island. I'm gonna stop saying it. Even though nobody provided an adequate explanation for why we say on Long Island. Because if you really want to split hairs, I'm on Canada right now. But fine, it's on Long Island. On the United States, on North America, on Earth, on the Milky Way, on- you see where I'm going? On Long Island. On Long Island. Look, I need to be honest with you because uh, we have a, a special connection through these yelly, screamy videos um, that require a lot of energy, by the way. You know, I watch this thing probably at least once a week. Uh, was this- no, this is- yeah, this is fresh. The amount of times I'm literally dripping sweat by the time I'm done shooting a video, it's- it's like at least 75% of the time. And I don't sit down intending to be that way. I'll be like, oh, well, the Leafs signed a depth defenseman in the middle of the summer. I'll just sit down and make a short video about that. And then it turns into- Yeah, but here's the thing about Simone Benoit! He's 24, but he played 74 games in the NHL last season. Yes, he had bad numbers. But it was with the Ducks! And then I go on a 15 minute rant about a person I didn't know existed until 20 minutes ago. I'll be totally honest with you, I do not have the energy for that kind of video tonight. I, I do not. We got a podcast tomorrow, I'll talk more on the podcast. But for now, let's talk about this game and later in the video we're gonna have Marley Minute with Nick Barden. If you're unfamiliar with Marley Minute, he talks about what's going on with the Toronto Marlies. He's gonna talk a little Alex Steves, who knows, maybe he'll get a little bit of a tryout call up. Dennis Hildeby, again, because we are thirsty, so thirsty, for the Dennis Hildeby content. And some more info on Kiefer Bellows. Nick has some info that I am not sure is out there, to be honest, about a very intriguing player, the Marlies' leading scorer, who does not, not only doesn't have an NHL deal, he doesn't have an AHL deal, he's on an AHL tryout. Leading scorer. Oh, an Islanders draft pick! Just realized that on the fly. Wait, let me look. Selected by the Islanders 19th overall in 2016. Which is bad, because the next pick was Dennis Chalowski. Uh, sorry, then Julian Goche. Then German Rubsov, then Henrik Borgstrom, then Max Jones, then Riley Tufted. This was not a very good draft. The 26th pick was Tage Thompson, so be mad about that. So look, the Leafs blew a 3-1 lead. It was 3-1. And look, the Leafs blew a two-goal performance from Austin Matthews, who just seems automatic. And it's hard to say the Leafs need more depth scoring because their elite guys are just shooting the lights out. And they are getting some like decent depth performances like Matthew Nyes is chipping in. We're going to talk about him a little bit. Yarn Croak's already at 10 goals. Tyler Bertuzzi is playing really well. You'd like to see him tuck some more in. What the Leafs definitely need is more consistent scoring and their record when Matthews gets two or more goals in a game is bizarre. Austin Matthews has had 11 multi-goal games this season. I didn't misspeak. I didn't read that wrong. 11 times he scored two or three goals already 
we are still not at the halfway mark. Somehow, after losing this one, the Leafs record is one game above 500. It is 6-2-3, and three, which is good because of the loser point, and he helped get a couple of those loser points at the very least, but it is only one more win than loss. Can we stop doing this with Austin Matthews multi-goal games? Crying out loud, the first game he ever played in the NHL, they lost a multi-goal Austin Matthews game. Anyway, the TSN panel seemed torn on how to evaluate this game. Some said, ugh, they looked like the Leafs of a few months ago. They blew a 3-1 lead. Others were a little bit more like, yeah, they played a good game though, it's just they made a few mistakes. I'm on the side of, that was actually a really good game from the Leafs. It was like a, almost like a playoff type game. Like these two teams really went after it. Trading some chances, some good saves, some really responsible hockey. To me, the Leafs defenders blew it in three key moments. Two of them, Mark Giordano on the penalty kill. The first one, Austin Matthews takes a tripping penalty, just his second penalty of the season. It's 30 seconds into the game. Isles to the power play. The tandem of TJ Brody and Mark Giordano, mostly Giordano, they don't pick up their guy. It's not great. They're, they're not doing, they don't have anybody. Like I know you're shorthanded, but do something and they didn't. Palmieri whacks it in. That's a bad start to the game. One nothing Isles. Later in the period though, it's the fourth line that goes to work. This was a slick goal. TJ Brody hands it off to Noah Gregor. Bobby McMahon posted up, stick in the air, Left-handed shot like he's Nikita Kucherov, and he rips it! Dude, I am loving this player more and more every game. I, I, at some point we're gonna have to have the Ryan Reeves conversation, but like, Bobby McMahon is legit. He's big, he's fast, he can do stuff like that. I like this player. Then in the second period, Matthews gets a pair of goals. Now one is assisted by Marner, act surprised, they've both been playing pretty well together recently. Matthew Nye's picking up an assist as well. Wanted to take a moment to give him a little bit of shine because he twisted his knee at practice yesterday. A lot of us thought he's gonna be out a week, he's gonna be out a month, he's gonna be out for the season. He's not gonna miss a single game, not gonna miss a single shift. And he looked good in this one. He's looked good recently. You can definitely see a star waiting to burst out. He just hasn't played enough yet. The fact that he's getting to play with Matthews and Marner and not really looking out of place as a rookie, the skilled hands, the decision-making, the ability to just bully guys and just crash through guys, Matthew Nyes looks like exactly the type of player the Leafs have been searching for for the better part of the last two decades. And then the second Matthews goal was assisted by Pontus Holmberg, who for the second straight game picked up a point one-handed. Once again, bottom hand, nowhere near the stick, just scoops it to Matthews with the right and then Matthews does his thing. Hey, there's the 3-1 lead, we're happy about that. The Islanders bring it to within one. This is a little bit of bad luck as well. Tyler Bertuzzi loses his stick and the Leafs get all flustered about that. Romanov just rips it past Martin Jones. You maybe like a save there. Let's be honest, you like a save there. But we're not saying, ugh, you like a save there because he's been so good. And then Bo Horvat ties it on the power play. Lilligren takes a penalty. That's already bad. And he's been playing so well. And Mike Johnson said it best on the broadcast. Like, Giordano just doesn't get it out. This puck has to get out. It hits an Islander. Stays in the zone. Islanders put it in the back of the net. Like that. Dude, it's 2024. You don't want to blow a 3-1 lead. But this is a league where 3-1 leads 
die these days. Blowing a 5-0 lead is newsworthy. Uh, 3-1 lead is just, that's Thursday. Then of course the game goes to overtime and to me this was just a really bizarre decision from Jake McCabe. Matthews loses the opening draw of overtime which is bad but I thought Marner did a really good job to like try to get the puck back. Jake McCabe ends up with it like miles from the Islanders zone but he's got Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Here's the thing, Mitch Marner is standing there banging his stick on the ice, he wants this thing and he's in a really good spot with not that much pressure around him to receive this pass and then Marner an excellent facilitator, one of the best playmakers in the league, can give it to Austin Matthews, probably end the game, go home happy. Instead, McCabe tries to send it to Matthews, absolutely blows it, it's an icing. Isles get the draw, Barzell beats McCabe to the net, he puts it in, that's the game. Honestly, this really wasn't a bad game from the Leafs. 35 to 30 were the shots for the Islanders. The Leafs did not have a great start or first period against the Islanders, but they get out of that first period with a tie, they get the 3-1 lead, they control the shots in the game, you should win that game. Leafs took three penalties to the Isles one, so there's one factor. They blocked the same amount of shots, 19 each, but from NHL.com, Islanders giveaways for Leafs 13. You give credit to Lane Lambert and the Islanders, I'm sure they did things to help force the Leafs to give those turnovers, but God, you really should win that game. Here, maybe this will make you feel better. Here's Nick Barden with Marley Minute. Once again, he's going to be talking about Alex Steves, Dennis Hildeby, and the fascinating Kiefer Bellows. If there's anyone that's deserving of going to the AHL All-Star Game this season for the Toronto Marlies, it's Alex Steves and Dennis Hildeby. And that's who will be representing the team when the AHL All-Star Classic gets underway in early February in San Jose. Beginning with Steves, he's had a strong start to the season, scoring 12 goals and 15 assists for 27 points in 26 games. And throughout that, he also set a new Marlies record for most consecutive games with a point at 16. When talking to the 24-year-old on Wednesday, he was a little bit candid about the All-Star selection, calling it emotional and admitting that it's been a tough season with injuries and such. Steves also said that this was a goal that he had last year and that it's an honor to be picked as an All-Star this season. The same goes for goaltender Dennis Hildeby. The 22-year-old AHL rookie has gotten off to a fiery start this season and he has seven wins, a 2.20 goals against average, which is the fourth best in the AHL, and a 9.19 save percentage through 15 games. Hildeby's back down with the Marlies after spending a week and a half up with the Maple Leafs to get some game action in, in the AHL. And he said on Thursday that the All-Star selection was a great honor and that he takes great pride in it. He's obviously very calm in the net, but one of the other reasons for success this season is his preparation, which Marley's captain, Logan Shaw, calls elite. Before we go, though, I want to add a quick update on Kiefer Bellows, who a lot of people have been asking me about lately. The 25-year-old is on a PTO with the Marlies and has 14 goals and 9 assists through 24 games. And people are wondering, what is going to happen with him once his PTO runs out at 25 games? It's been confirmed to me that if the Marlies want to, they could just sign Bellows to another PTO. There's no limit on the amount of PTO a player can have from a team in an AHL season. Excellent as always, Nick. Love your work. Follow him on Twitter, Nick Barden. He does great work. If you're interested in the Leafs farm team, and you ought to be, that's where a lot of the Leafs come from, follow Nick. No questions today, but we'll be back at her again tomorrow with a brand new Steve Dangle podcast with SDPN. But for now, that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends... Um, they called up Eli Samsonov, too.
Wonder wonder if he plays on Saturday. <laughs>